0: From Blue Wire Studios today, so you're ready for the August premiere. On this week's episode of the podcast, Drew gets us into the weeds on some fishy English transfer business of yore.
1: Lies, deception, everything that you could possibly want in tabloids for transfer sagas. It's amazing.
0: Ooh, my body is ready. Give me that sun fodder. Buckle up. This is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy dose of stupidity, brought to you this week by betonline.ag and deal- Dash, and as always a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. We are back. Oh dude, I crushed that intro. Back, back
1: again. Um, Only the third try. They don't
0: need to know that it was a third try. Well, now they know. We'll cut this part out. We're not obviously. cutting this out. Yeah, yeah. So so we'll fix this and post.
1: I don't know about all and that.
0: And they will never know.
1: It's just the right amount of stupid for this podcast, so we're leaving it in.
0: Well, I guess we are. And by He's... we, I mean myself, Adam Whitaker Snavely, everybody's most famous freelance soccer writer, joined, as always, by my
1: real-life brother. Drew Snavely, fan of uh, Champion League uh, participants. Champions League bound. Champions League bound, Manchester United. The ch- Fan of third place finishers in the Premier League, Manchester United. I wish this wasn't what I had to brag about, but that tells you the state of United the last seven years. Still
0: pretty decent, not bad. I would say not anything. Very few people predicted Manchester United top four. I think.
1: Uh, oh well, I predicted. Well, it. you did. Well, f- I predicted a third place finish.
0: Good job, Drew. We have
1: the receipts. I, however, would not have predicted a third place finish <laughs> in January. Yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was uh, fully on the all out train, and uh, now I'm fully on all the out. old train. Now, Olin. <laughs>
0: we, is that how we're saying his name now? We're just, I mean, like, we can like say it. it's a southern person saying oil.
1: Oh. oh I It's just, yeah, I guess we should. We should respect his name. Oli, is how you're technically pronu- supposed to pronounce it yep. that way, because he's like Norwegian. Get and stuff. that
0: Americanized bull crap out of <laughs> there!
1: Uh, uh, it's just all my lads, uh, all your they lads. call him Oli. So yep. mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, but it's Oli. And sure. you're you,
0: but you're done. Are you done? Done? Do you have Europa League?
1: We do have your apologies.
0: so there is still some things to be playing for
1: next weekend. We are playing our second leg versus Lask, whatever, whoever, whomever, (laughs) Lask, Lask. Uh, I yeah, I guess this sounds kind of ignorant, but I do not know who they are. No idea. (laughs) Do not know what country.
0: Uh, Oh no. I I wouldn't know what it's like to be still playing because uh Dortmund were in the Champions League this year and made it far enough that they didn't get sent down to the Europa League. They so,
1: uh, glorious gloriously burnt out of a, the Champions League. A
0: glorious a glorious aggregate defeat to Paris Saint-Germain.
1: Oh, yeah. I honestly forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was so long ago.
0: It was long ago. It was before I mean the first leg was before the COVID.
1: Yeah. Which that is, was the same thing with United. About. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the last games that we played before the the break, the COVID break. The COVID break. But uh Very yeah. Weird. Yeah, Europa starts back up next weekend along with Champions League. That's all happening um everything this season though. It's got an asterisk by its name. <laughs> Uh, now
0: you're just trying to piss off Liverpool, fans. <laughs> including Liverpool. You just Premier you, you League you title. To piss off so... Oh my god! No, you're uh, the
1: worst. Um, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for next season already. Um, it's a lot less pressure now in Europa. Yeah, because if we didn't finish top four, <laughs> yes. it would have been a ton uh, of pressure for to us win. to to win, um, which we we did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, it was. And that's how we qualified for Champions League. Yes, because we. Do, I think we finished fifth that season, um, and that was not fun going through no. through that, um, barely squeaking by Ajax in the final there. But um, yeah, I'm excited for next season, especially if we can get our hands on Jaden Sancho.
0: Yeah, well, so. y'all, y'all are going to have to actually pony up and meet that price tag, my my son.
1: We, we're, we're, we're good with our money. And my, when I say we're good with our money, good with money, I mean that we're good at handing it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my favorite was the guy on Twitter that was like, Dortmund have to realize that they're going to have to compromise. Like, they think they're holding all the cards. And I'm like, first of all, Yes, they are holding all the cards. You said there's, there's only one card. <laughs> yeah, there's one. And it's Jaden Sancho yeah. and how he scored 17 goals and 17 assists this year.
1: He is locked as, down as until a 20 year old. 2022. He is. They can get a bigger fee this summer than next summer, but I mean, how drastic is maybe, that? Maybe.
0: Like, they maybe can get a bigger fee this summer
1: than they can next summer. That is. That's what. People are saying. That's what, that's what they say. They're theorizing. But
0: if Jaden Sancho goes and has an even better season next year, it's his true. price is going to drive up because he's only still going to be 21 years old next year.
1: It's crazy. Uh, if Manchester United get him for this next season, they do not have to uh, report him as part of the 25-man squad because he's still young enough to not be considered part of... The 25-man Premier League squad, which is crazy yes. because the dude's a star- superstar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah.
0: Dude walks in. Yeah. Dude wa- he just walks into the side.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry, Mason Greenwood. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. Mason Greenwood gets the short end of the stick, but we don't want an 18-year-old with that much responsibility on his shoulders. So X it's jesus good. himself. We want... A twenty year old with all that responsibility on his shoulders. <laughs> now you're talking.
0: The other thing that was very funny to me was how that guy that one guy on Twitter was like, uh, Dortmund are gonna have to compromise. And I'm sitting here saying, You paid eighty million dollars for Harry Maguire. What club anywhere is going to think to themselves, Yes, we should compromise at the first <laughs> sign with Manchester United? You know what? We should meet their first offer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I said that Manchester United that Ed Woodward was going to negotiate with extreme quotations yep. around negotiate big
0: ol air quotes for the
1: next 3 weeks and then end up paying 30 million more than Dortmund's original asking price. Cuz
0: he's just a really nice guy.
1: That's how we do things. He wants
0: to contribute to Dortmund's bank account. Yes. My favorite my favorite Comment about the whole thing though was somebody was like, "Can't wait to see how Dortmund spends forty five million of that Sancho fee." <laughs> I was like, "Ah, it hurts." But it's true. It's so true,
1: and that's why it hurts, man. It is crazy though. Their ability to crank out, yeah, dude, super young talent that goes for a lot of money, and mm-hmm. sometimes that talent pans out, and other times that p- talent does not pan out. This is like true. Dembele. Or Joe Jow. Joe Jow. Who or, now plays for
0: FC Cincinnati. Uh, Talk about a precipitous fall. Wow, yeah. Injuries really played a part there. But.
1: Mario Goetze.
0: Mario Goetze did leave for a ton of money.
1: Yeah. And then didn't really do anything with Bayern.
0: And then came back for way less money. Yes. And probably did more
1: for Dortmund than he did for Bayern. <laughs> probably. But, yeah, no. it uh, It is crazy. The, the factory they have... The factory is real. They already got who's up next, Gio
0: Reyna and Erling Holland. They already have who's up next after those two in Jude Bellingham, who yeah. they just signed from Birmingham City.
1: If he pans out, but we'll see, I guess. There's a lot of rumors flying around there constantly, are. especially as a Manchester United fan. Um, moves happen frequently during the summer, sure. obviously. Yeah, I mean, players leaving for free, players forcing moves out. Um, Barcelona
0: possibly money laundering by switching players with other teams.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. A summer
0: tradition like Ozark-esque. no other.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is uh it is pretty crazy and the story that I have today doesn't necessarily revolve around um transfer fees or anything like that, but it does revolve around a player who moved a ton. Like <laughs> oh. a lot. Okay. Um and when when I say that he moved a lot, it was also in a manner that was similar to a previous episode that we had oh. um, with uh, Carlos Kaiser. Ah. The Kaiser. The
0: the King Grifter himself.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, and whereas Kaiser was this flashy, I'm hanging out with all these superstars. Yes. Look at me go. He
0: was very, very open about the whole thing.
1: Yes. Um, the player that I'm talking about today was... The opposite, very to himself, secretive, but similar to Kaiser, didn't really have any experience. Oh no, uh, to to warrant any sort of move to but, any sort of club, but clubs kept buying. It. But clubs kept on giving him shots. I mean, they weren't transferring. He was just moving from club to club, but. Okay. It is it is truly incredible the determination and uh, the hustle that this player had to to get to, to where he eventually got to.
0: Respect the hustle.
1: Drew gotta, Drew, take us on a journey. I'm gonna take us all on a journey. <laughs> Magic carpet ride. <laughs> oh goodness. So this player is called Ali Ja. Ali Ja. And so he's pretty infamous. In some circles, uh, because he used notoriously, uh, he notoriously made an appearance in a top level league in a top level match. Just um, one, just one appearance. Just one. Oh, Spoiler no. alert already.
0: Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, it's already going poorly. But
1: he, he's historically, his name has been pronounced wrong. Oh, um, As Ali Dia, because his last name is spelled D-I-A, but it's pronounced Ja, like Mm J-A-H. So, Mm. Ali Ja. Now, I already said that Ali Ja was incredibly secretive. It's well documented that the player kept to himself and never said much of anything to his teammates. A lot have been interviewed. Um, Everybody wants to kind of know his story, what's his deal because of how infamous he got. Um, instead of talking, Ja was usually just smiling. He was just a happy guy, always seeming to to enjoy where he was at at that moment in time, just smiling.
0: Listen, let me tell you what, Drew. If I was assigned to professional soccer contracts and I had my current level of skill, which seems to be where this is going... <laughs> I, too, would be a happy camper <laughs> almost all the time. I would be very pleased with my lot in life.
1: Yes, yes. I I would also as well. But um, it was kind of funny. There was one manager that was quoted saying, uh, most players, you try to sub off, and they tell you to fuck off. But Ja would get subbed off, and he would just smile at you, <laughs> and, like not say anything, just Happy to be everywhere. Oh, so, Yeah. I already
0: feel so bad for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, Ali Jha was born in Dakar, Senegal, which I don't know if it's Dakar. It is Dakar. It is Dakar. Yeah. Okay. Thank God that it's Dakar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to a schoolteacher mother and a diplomat father. Okay. Though his parents wanted him to focus on school, Ali dreamed of becoming a professional soccer player.
0: I mean, relatable, (laughs) relatable content. A lot of people have, you know,
1: (laughs) those dreams would have loved it. (laughs) Oh goodness. So in 1988, the Jaw family was living in France at the time. His father was working at the Senegalese embassy there in France. Um, they're moved around to a couple different countries. Sure. Um, in his time at, as a diplomat. Uh, and this is when Ali Ja is reported to have started his playing career through the French Football Federation. Or, no, though the French Football Federation. No, through. Not through. <laughs>
0: Very different ones. Yes.
1: The French Football Federation has no record of Ali Ja playing pro soccer in France.
0: Oh, weird. He's like a ghost.
1: Kind of. Because a lot of it's like what he claims he did. There huh. aren't any reports of him doing it. um, And so, yeah, it is. it is kind of strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it adds to the strangeness just his very secretive demeanor. And how sure. he didn't really talk about anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he is linked to, to teams uh, such as uh, Beauvais. or it's, it's French, so let me get my French accent in. Beauvais. Dijon. Dijon. La Rochelle. And Saint-Quentin. So it's probably Quinton, Quinton, or something like that. Something, something along those lines.
0: My standard French pronunciation guide is that it sounds halfway between a dog barking and uh, somebody retching like they're throwing up. Yes, and it only sounds good if you are French.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so these were the teams that were that he claimed to be a part of, and there are some reports, but nothing like concrete. Evidence that's saying that he played at these teams between 1988 and 1992. So his father even recounted a story of him at St. Quentin, 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 um, scoring a bicycle goal. And so that's something that, like, you probably don't forget, maybe. Sure. He misremembered something. I don't know. It was was a long time ago. Maybe
0: he misremembered that his son wasn't playing in the game and that none of them were in France.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is confirmed that he did play. uh, He he did sign the contract in 1993 uh, with A.L. Chateaubriand, um, a, a team in the French... Third division? Okay. I believe. Um I actually did know what division it was like thirty minutes ago, but I guess I
0: Is the French third division called Ligue 3? Uh because the first division is Ligue One. so I assume that the second division is Ligue 2 and the third is Ligue 3.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Uh It's either the 3rd or the 5th. It's definitely not the 4th or the (laughs) 2nd.
0: It's definitely not the 4th. It's either the 3rd or
1: the 5th.
0: What kind of range is that?
1: (laughs) Okay. That's something that we will also find out about Ali Ja is that the dude had a range. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So he's with uh, A.L. Chateaubriand in either the French 3rd or 5th division. Maybe we can tweet out what division it is after the episode. It doesn't really matter all that much. It was a lower league France team. And we have confirmation that he was actually playing for that team. it was like a semi-professional team. Yes.
0: He played soccer at this place.
1: So we have that confirmation in 1993. (laughs) Finally. Finally. After
0: five long, arduous years. So
1: he's like... 27 at this point? Practically 80. Or 20, 28 at his this point. His knees are creaking in soccer yes. years. Yes, yes. I mean, he's in his prime, I guess. Um, ja resigned after a season, seeking to move elsewhere. It wasn't working out for him in that lower French division. <laughs> he had much higher expectations and ambitions for himself. He wanted to make a living playing soccer um, while his parents wanted him to, to be in school. He wanted to prove them wrong.
0: Yeah, if I am playing in the French third and or fifth division, <laughs> I know that I want to be higher as well.
1: Uh, gosh. So Ali Jha disappeared for a season before securing a move to a first division team, actually. So he wow. was,
0: okay.
1: he was in a lower French tier. Third t- or fifth. Third or fifth. You keep on saying, I just keep on trying to say lower tier, but you're not letting me get away uh, with it. No, no, it's going to be the entire episode. (laughs) my friend. That's really nice. It's really nice of you. Um, so he takes a year off after that and finally lands a spot with a team in first division. How? Well, it's Finland. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Now I know. Now I know how in 1995, Ja joined, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation.
0: It's Finland, my guy.
1: <laughs> it's Finnerin mm-hmm. Palo, Palo Oil I believe in you. Palo Paul Oil Thank God they go by Finpa for short. Finpa. Finpa.
0: Easy. Finland, Finpa.
1: Finpa. It's exactly. a little
0: association word game for it. Exactly.
1: You. After five appearances with the club, no goals. He's a striker, I should mention. So goals are in, goals are kind of important. Are important for what him. What was his
0: XG though, Joe?
1: <laughs> I need to know. They definitely weren't measuring XG. Come like on, then. man! Expected goals.
0: Are, we all know that it's the only thing that matters.
1: <laughs> so after these five appearances, Jaw disappeared once again, kind of.
0: I like to imagine that mysteriously he does a little ninja like smoke
1: bomb <laughs> and runs away. He's gone. <laughs> I want first division elsewhere. Finpog didn't know where he went. He didn't really communicate <laughs> that he was leaving. Um, they were in a relegation battle. He just smiled and said, Pace. They were expecting him back. And after the fifth game, he was <clears> just gone.
0: After the third or fifth grade game, he was just like, <laughs> After the third
1: or fifth game. Guess not. <laughs> oh, gosh. So pretty soon after, Jaw popped back up. Win signing for PK thirty-five, a second tier Finnish team.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: So still in the same country, second tier, confirmed second tier.
0: Confirmed second tier.
1: <laughs> but he didn't last long there either. He only had three appearances with the club before he left, but he did manage to score a goal this time. Oh finished good second job. division, three appearances, one goal. 33%
0: comp- 33.3 repeating <laughs> conversion rate of games per goal there. <laughs>
1: yeah. So after those three appearances, he moved on once again. So Ja actually moved to a more respectable league, um, to the 2 Bundesliga, actually, at uh, Lubeck.
0: Oh, wow. Look it, at him go.
1: What the, so it's VFB. Is there like a special pronunciation for that or is it just vfb
0: um uh, v is um fa that's how you pronounce it fa. in german um i don't uh, fa f b it might it might be fa i i i'm because i know b is b it's, b is still b in german okay and i think that f might still be that i here's what i'm basing this on because I follow all my Dortmund accounts, yeah. and uh, whenever they release like an Instagram thing, they always uh, start with alo BfaB," <laughs> and
1: that's <laughs> true. The, that's how I
0: know. Um, so I get, that's that's all. I yeah, got. it doesn't really <laughs> matter, matter all that
1: much. I was just
0: we're trying. You know, we have, here at Dead Ball Brothers would like to let you to know, listener, that we really do actually attempt at these <laughs> pronunciations, and we are. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just this stupid. <laughs> I apologize. should have just stuck
1: with VFB uh, Lubeck. And yeah, we're very sorry. Call today. But
0: it's not getting any better than this.
1: <laughs> so he's at Lubeck in the 2 Bundesliga. This is his third club in the 1995 calendar year. So, he, I mean, he's two, two finished teams and then one 2 Bundesliga team. I mean, not bad.
0: That's, he, that's upward mobility. He's he's going up. He is going way up.
1: He's going way up with that move to the two Bundesliga. So he kind of has this um, this track record though of leaving clubs after yep. not very long, and unsurprisingly, after two appearances, he was gone from Lübeck once again. Did he <laughs> score there though? Did not manage the goal.
0: This guy must have had like an otherworldly trial like game like his his the whole like oh yeah week long trial like that that sort of thing like just must be out of this world
1: yeah we're going to kind of get into to how he was signing with all these different teams um but uh most people would have probably hung up their boots after this point with Lubeck. i mean this is his fourth team where he hasn't really done much Third different country. I mean, at a certain point, you're going to be like, all right, I'm actually a smart guy. And, this isn't for me. Like, I, I'm academically gifted. I could go, go get a job somewhere else. But Ali Ja, he's a different type of breed, man. He wasn't going to say no for an answer. He was going to keep on pursuing that dream of being a viable professional soccer player, and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. He just built different. He is built different. Sorry
0: to you guys, <laughs> but Ali Ja
1: different. So after not working out in the two Bundesliga, Ali Ja's Or any other league. Or any other league. Ali Ja set his sights on something a little more attainable in his eyes. England. Duh. Duh. Obviously. If I have to
0: think, you know, <laughs> I'm washing out of Finland in the second German league, what's an easier place to go succeed? England. 100%. <laughs>
1: 10 months after Lubeck, Ja played a match for Rotherham United reserves. Nice. Just one match. Just one. And this is like a trial, like playing with a team. Didn't really stick there. A month later, November 9th, 1996, Ja played another match. For non-league side blythe spartans um well, great name yeah it's not not a bad name blythe at all spartans they're low like at least fifth sure. tier yeah at least not at fourth. Least fifth definitely not fourth or third
0: tier. <laughs> tier but super not fourth
1: so we're well past the point i you've actually already asked like how are these teams Why are these teams giving this guy a shot? How is is he still getting jobs? How is he possibly getting jobs at this point? I mean, we're talking 1996. This isn't the Stone Ages. Information's available. You have the internet. You have – you don't have cell phones.
0: You can't use your phone while you're (laughs) using the internet, but the internet is there.
1: (laughs) So – a player proven to not be good enough for the finished second division, let alone the two Bundesliga, trying to make his way through the English game. I mean, you still got to give him credit for that ambition. I mean. Do you? I mean, he's grinding. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he's grinding.
0: I mean, it's one way to say he is grinding for about two seconds and then leaving <laughs> every time. <laughs>
1: But he, just, he keeps on getting back up. He keeps on packing up and showing up somewhere else. Yeah. He keeps <laughs> yes. on packing up yeah, again yeah. and going somewhere else. He's a else. great mover. There were some rumors that were helping him land uh, trials, and I don't know. I mean, he was signed with a bunch of different teams um, that, that were really helping him out with these teams. Rumors about Ja having a superstar cousin. That at the time was grabbing headlines with PSG.
0: Boy, I know who this guy is. <laughs> I remember
1: this. One, George Weah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it was rumored George Weah was connected to Ja in the way of them being cousins. Well, was that the case? <laughs> maybe I'm <gonna> guess no. <laughs> maybe not. But two weeks after playing a team in the sixth, playing for a game for a team in the sixth tier in England, Alijah was headed to the very top, the Premier League.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast brought to you for the first time by Deal Dash. Drew. Yeah. Have you ever heard of DealDash.com? I have not. Well, it's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at a price you'd never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, everyone else has 10 seconds to answer, or the item is yours. Now, if you go ahead and buy now, DealDash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign-up, on top of their other discounts go to deal-dash.com and use the offer code BROTHERS or deal-dash.fm slash BROTHERS. That's d e a l d a slash BROTHERS for your free sign-up bonus with Deal-Dash. Thank you so much to Deal-Dash for sponsoring us. And also this week, thank you, as usual, to betonline.ag. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events Major League Baseball is finally kicking off this week, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24 7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word. Thank you so much to both DealDash and to betonline.ag for sponsoring all of our BlueWire podcast pods this week. And as always, if you are interested in supporting Deadball Brothers specifically more this week, the best, most important thing that you can do is leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get seen by more people. It doesn't really take that much time or effort to do so so if you haven't done it we would really really appreciate you doing that if you want to follow our social medias you also have the opportunity to do so at deadballpod everywhere twitter instagram and facebook we have an email account at deadballpod at gmail.com where you can contact us and if you're interested in any deadball brothers merchandise we have a teespring store the link to which will be in the description below but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast And for now, it's time to get back to the story. And we are back from our ad break, which I did in one take once again, and there was absolutely no other takes that I messed up. (laughs) Absolutely none. Drew, you were just telling us that Ali Jaw was, for some reason, headed to the Premier League.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is uh, truly incredible that Ali Jaw made it to the Premier League. So, basically, Southampton manager Graham Sauness, which totally how you pronounce his name.
0: What a guy. What a guy. What a guy.
1: When he's not talking about Paul Pogba. When he's not
0: working himself into a blind
1: (laughs) rage. Oh, gosh. So, he reportedly gets a call from current Ballon d'Or winner, George Weah. (laughs) Sounds totally legit. Weah tells Sunis that Ja is his cousin and played in the PSG Academy with him. Or just played with... With him at PSG.
0: Okay, I have several problems with this story already. <laughs> okay. Why on earth is George Weah calling up Graham Soundis? Okay, why on earth would he be the one? Does, is there any proof that it was George Weah that actually oh, called?
1: No, there there is no proof that uh, it is yes. George Weah. That's okay. why I'm saying reportedly George Weah. Did this? So a
0: person with a French slash
1: Liberian
0: West African
1: accent. <laughs> um, that's that's the question. Mm. Was it was it George that called Graham? There's no fucking way. Was no, no there's there's not, no a chance. Way. Okay, there's not a chance. Okay, there's not a chance. So me what,
0: tell me what George Waya uh, told the Graham's. Well, status. I already
1: did tell you yes, what well, George okay. Waya told the status. <laughs> so. After watching a fi- reportedly after watching a five-a-side match featuring Jaw, and receiving that call from Wea, Southampton offered Jaw a month-long contract. Oh God! Okay. Now, to be clear, Ali Jaw is not cousins with George Wea. No. <laughs> we can confirm that. Can confirm <laughs> super not cousins. Not a cousin. Not even a third
0: <laughs> or fifth cousin of George Wea
1: it 's widely believed that Weya didn't know Ali Ja at all, as far as media outlets are concerned that 's the story that they went with but jaw 's family claims that Ali's sister Sophie was friends with Weya when they were living in France mm,
0: was friends
1: no like they're they're good friends. not like they I, were going at I it i mean. That's what you're... They still keep in touch today, to this day, Sophie claims. All right. Okay? So, still, even with that tidbit of information, I don't think that that is true. I I still don't think that George Weah called... No. Soundness.
0: Absolutely not.
1: No. Probably not. (laughs) Now, Jaws' agent, on the other hand... Seems like a mighty fine culprit for this, yeah. When considering agents are constantly looking for moves to clubs for their clients, yeah, because that's how they get paid, that's
0: their lifeblood.
1: I would, I mean, if you have a guy who's just been bouncing around lower tier teams for the last five years, like, why not just give it a shot? I have you to know? say,
0: impressive the stones to just call up Southampton and be like, hey, I'm George Weah. You should give this guy a shot. This
1: is my cousin. We played together at PSG. That's uh, you heard another... of
0: this guy who was playing for Blythe Spartans.
1: <laughs> that, so that's another thing um, that was brought up. What are the odds that some rant? I mean, I guess an an agent would be able to get Soundness's number to give him a call. But back in the day, reportedly, uh, Soundness said and it's not reportedly he did say like this is a guy who played with george weah at psg so we're just bringing him in to give him a shot okay basically <laughs> sure so at, at some point it was relayed to to soundness that yeah yeah played at bsg maybe cousins with with george weah <laughs>
0: possibly cousins. <laughs> i just imagine soundness has this whiteboard that he's like writing things on like psg is a circle way as a circle. <laughs> and then there's two lines. And then it's like, cousins?
1: Question <laughs> <it> mark. <laughs> it, it is Galaxy Brain. Soundness. Oh my gosh. I hope that is true.
0: It's about as complicated as I imagine Graham Soundus's tactics board is.
1: It could possibly have been Jaw himself or a friend of Jaw who, who called up Southampton sure. and said, hey, sign me. <laughs> I don't know. But... Not like that. Yes. So Jaws says that his agent was the one who made contact with Southampton regarding the transfer and that maybe was lost in translation or miscommunicated that he was cousins with Weah. But he still claims to this day that he played for PSG from 86 to 88. Okay. So.
0: But there's no record of that.
1: There's no record of that. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, exactly. So, on November 23rd, 1996, Ali Jha was called upon in the 33rd minute.
0: Thank God.
1: Of a Premier League we, game. We get, we
0: get this guy in the first half of a Premier League game, no less.
1: <laughs> this is November 23rd. As I stated before the break, he was playing for a sixth-tier team in England. Yes, he was. On uh, I think it was yeah November 9th. So he's he's done pretty well for himself the last couple he weeks. He has
0: made it into the thirty third or fifty fifth minute of a Premier <laughs> League game. Shut the hell up! <laughs> You're
1: really beating this joke with it. This horse is dead. <laughs> and been dead be- for a long time. So Ollie Jaw makes a substitute appearance thirty third minute because club legend Matt Latissier. Goes down. Oof. He has to be subbed out. So and it's Jaw's time to shine. Who
0: better <laughs> to replace Matt Leticia?
1: Leticia Letici- going out, that's big shoes to fill. Yeah, ja, yes. I mean, why not? Give Dream my, a little bit. Give it to George Weah's cousin? 53 minutes later, Jaw is subbed out. <laughs> yeah. So I, at least he made it to the 88th minute, but it's never great when you sub out you sub out the sub the sub yeah it's a that bad look you i mean yeah it's just not a bad look it's like uh moise keen mhm yeah that, but that was like 10 minutes
0: yeah that was that was a a soul crusher
1: yeah that was if absolutely terrible big yike big yike for big so anyways junk. 53 minutes in the premier league That's for ali cool. ja
0: 53 minutes more than I'll ever get.
1: 53 minutes more than a lot of people. Most of Billion, the people. Billions, Most of the people. Billions of people. <laughs> <laughs> the vast majority of the people. So, obviously, he didn't make a good impression. No, no. And two days after the game, Ja was gone. It was 14 days into the Southampton month-long contract, and he was out of there. So he, he lasted half the time. Got a full
0: two weeks in there.
1: Leticia compared the performance of Jaw to Bambi on ice, and those are direct quotes. And the general consensus was that Ali Jaw shouldn't have been anywhere close to the pitch, let alone be playing on it. Yes, he just did not belong there.
0: He was just not a good soccer player.
1: Not, not great. No, I think no.
0: that we can we can surmise this at this point. Ali Jaw wasn't good at the soccer.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was still playing like semi-professional. He's somehow got into the Premier League by some miracle of God.
0: A a, a phenomenal agent, maybe. Who
1: knows? <laughs> a uh, world-class lie.
0: Some some might say that's a bad agent, and some might say that's the best agent. <laughs> it's kind of like the Jack Sparrow of agents. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. So a month later, Jaw was playing for Gateshead FC, which is like the most English name. Yeah. Like Worcester Field Town United. uh, Yes. In the fourth tier, where he would finish out the rest of the the 2016 2017 season. Shortly after he joined Gateshead, the Sunday Mirror dropped a story on how Ja conned the Saints. The Saints are Southampton, if you were unaware. That's for you, listeners, and for you, Adam, if you did not know. I I did know it. Okay.
0: There's a halo around the soccer ball on the crest. I'm familiar.
1: The Post disagreed with the allegations and ran a story interviewing Jaw. So it was in support of Jaw.
0: So we have newspapers now fighting each other. Newspapers
1: fighting each other. The story from the Post incorrectly stated that Jaw had recently scored a goal for Senegal in a World Cup qualifying match versus Guinea. There are two problems with this story. The first problem was that Senegal hadn't played against Guinea recently. They were knocked out of World Cup qualifying in the first round. that makes sense. The second problem with that was that Ja never made an appearance with the (laughs) Senegal national team. That
0: also sounds about right.
1: So he actually, uh, there are reports that he, in his mini. Moves to different teams. In his travails. As uh, he would tell people that he was cousins with George Weah. Yes. played at PSG with George Weah. Uh, It was that also he had 19 appearances for the Senegal national team.
0: That's such a very specific number.
1: So who could make that up? (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> like hey, you, do you, you ever play for Senegal? Yeah, nineteen times. Nineteen times. You just make to be sure exact. he says that every single time anybody <laughs> asks him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Nine- hi, my name is um, uh, nineteen times. <laughs> oh 19, 19 capped pl- Senegalese player Ali Jha, Um cousin of George Wea and totally former, played at PSG. Form, former PSG and third or fifth division French soccer player. Uh, you should sign me.
1: Yes. So Ja finished the season with Gateshead, scoring twice in eight appearances. Um,
0: it Look It was at him go. a
1: significant amount of time that he spent at Gateshead. Yeah, like that, way that's a more, for him. Yeah, way more than any of his other previous clubs. It's like the Gateshead Jamie Vardy. I, I, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> so these appearances with Gateshead were actually his last official appearances. After disappearing from the game for good... Ali Jha went back to school, graduating from Northumbria University in 2001 with a business degree. Okay. And getting an MBA from San Francisco State University in 2003. Very impressive. So, I mean, he definitely could have gone the academic route. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it has to be said. But he
0: decided <laughs> to be a legend but, but instead. But he dead.
1: <laughs> And because of that decision, he is now being talked about today in the year of our Lord 2020. In the
0: year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> he is being discussed on the Dead Ball Brothers podcast.
1: To tens of listeners.
0: To tens of listeners. <laughs> no, hundreds to hundreds of listeners. We have hundreds of listeners. Oh, gosh. We do. It's an objective fact. Yes, yes. We would like to be thousands of listeners, gosh. but. Small dreams. Little Small dreams. Steps.
1: If we have the ambition that Ali Jaw had, That's maybe we true. can get to that point. Fake it till you make it.
0: Let me call up the McElroy brothers. Just say, hey, <laughs> George Wade's my cousin. I don't know how it works in podcasting. I don't know. Either.
1: <laughs> While researching this story, this next tidbit might be my favorite part. Oh, oh. So a reporter got a hold of Jaw's son, Simon, and asked about his father's professional soccer career. Uh-huh. The younger job had a hard time containing his laughter when talking about the George Way rumor. <laughs> <laughs> when asked if his father lied to get onto these teams, Simon said, "I know that he did it because I know him. I see his personality. I know that he is capable to do anything to succeed. There are things I cannot say, things that are not good. I cannot. I see only like when he, I see only like when he speaks." He's capable of anything actually. When he wants something, he is capable. Yes, he's determined. He's determined. <laughs> so when your yeah. own son is like, yeah, my dad straight up lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the reporter asked him if the connection to his dad like bothered him and he's like, honestly I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow.
1: I okay, I think it's I think it's funny. Okay. It's great that he did it, but it's not connected to me. Like my father's his own person, I'm my own person.
0: All right.
1: All right, kid. All right. <laughs> go go off. Go off. Go off king. <laughs> so like I said, Jaw claims to this day to have played for PSG from eighty six to eighty eight. Um, and that signing with Southampton wasn 't a spur of the moment thing. he says that he trained for them a month before a month leading up to his big shot, so he hey. said he was training with the team for a while, but there aren 't any reports and everybody who who talks about the story teammates coaches, nobody said, "Hey, we looked at this guy for a really long t- like for a month
0: but nobody can but the the his what works in his favor is that they they all have to say that because if what if any part of what he says is like true, it's even more embarrassing. Yes. to what's already like a massive embarrassment for the yes.
1: club. Yes, yes, especially for Soundness Southampton um, Brass. I mean, it is not a good look at no, all. No, no, no. I no. mean, do do your vetting, man. Like, actually pay attention to the players that you're signing. That seems like a good rule <laughs> of thumb. Maybe scout them. Maybe, maybe, maybe go, scout maybe them Maybe
0: little. go look at them in person.
1: There was, there was one player, <laughs> I forget his name, uh, who said that he thought that Jaw had won a contest to, to practice with the team the day before the Leeds match <laughs> oh that he appeared gosh. in. Um, and then when he was in the team locker room, uh, the the day of the match, that same player is like, Wow, it must have been some contest. <laughs>
0: that was a really great prize.
1: <laughs> and then he was just like on the bench.
0: It's just a make a wish thing.
1: <laughs> and then he got subject to the oh, match. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it definitely, all signs point to Ja not really. Just lion. Just lying. Being out. around just lying through the his team. team. Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's still no concrete evidence for either way. But I personally believe that there should be some respect <laughs> in the in the in the story of Ali Ja.
0: Put some respect on Ali Ja's
1: name. Unfortunately, Jaw is on many lists for worst players or worst <laughs> transfers of all time. First of all, he does not deserve to be on a worst player of all time list. Maybe worst player of all time in the Premier League, I can see, but of all time of all players that's that 's a little rough. worst transfers of all time, fine, I get it, but that shouldn 't be his legacy his legacy his legacy should be the hustle, the grit, the determination,
0: all those intangibles <laughs> all
1: those intangibles to to claw his way from the the bowels of the french division <laughs> all the way to the, the very third or top fifth bowl, <laughs> to be
0: exact
1: i mean the dude was playing for a sixth tier english team two weeks later he was appearing getting actual game time for southampton in a premier league match against leeds like, how crazy is that that is that is storybook i you you cannot make up a story like that no matter How hard Ali Jaw may try to make up a story like that. You cannot make up that story. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you grind your way to making an appearance in an actual Premier League match? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. So shut up.
0: (laughs) I didn't say anything. I'm just talking to all you listeners who are doubting Ali Ja. The royal you. Shut up.
1: Oh, gosh. A below-average soccer player a world-class hustler. That is the story of Ali Ja. Salute. Salute, Ali Ja. Put some respect on his name. Put
0: some respect on the name.
1: Sources from Kelly Naki and Steve Minery from The Bleacher Report and Alan Smith from The Guardian. Um, the Bleacher Report had two really good stories nice. on him. So you guys should check those out. Um, but yeah, it was a, that was a fun story to dig into, for sure. I
0: Yeah, I... It's funny because I didn't know, I realized who we were talking about, but I didn't realize at first because I was working on the, the assumption that his name was Ali Dia, and I didn't think about it yeah. <laughs> hard enough. Yeah. And so I was like, Ali Ja and I was like, oh, this guy sounds like, was this like a, like a British Indian soccer player? Nope. And was And I was like... Then you used to like Senegal, and then as soon as George Weah came into it, yeah, I was like, like a, oh, uh, it's the guy who claimed he was related to George Weah. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. It's super fun, though. Good times. Good it's, times. And it's right up our alley, There's I must say. right up our alley. It's uh, very on brand with the Deadball Brothers. Yes,
1: in- incredibly.
0: Well, thank you, Yeah, Drew, of course. For telling us that story. And thank you, listener, for listening along with us. As always, if you feel like supporting the podcast, the best thing that you can do is leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I say this every week. You know it by now. Please just leave us a rating and review. It's super nice. It's super helpful. If you want to follow us, we're at deadballpod everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, we're on Facebook. We have a Gmail account, deadballpod at gmail.com if you want to email us corrections suggestions for stories uh, sarcastic remarks are always welcome anything like that and as always if you want some merch a good good t-shirt a hoodie a a good good sweatshirt a good good sweatshirt (laughs) maybe not now because it is the warm outside but my god if you want any of those things we have a teespring store and the link to that will be in the description below And as always, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with another story for you guys. But until that time, my name is Adam Whitaker-Snavely. And I'm Drew. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.